Hello, my name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. You're finally here. Ah, oh, thank the gods you've made it all right. I know sometimes the open ocean can be a bit nerve-wracking when you're sailing for days on end, but the good news is that you made it. So in that case, a warm welcome is due Welcome to Rook and Cranny Rock. Before you dive into our adventures, I'd like to take the time to give you a bit of backstory. You see, some may call the Rook quaint, but don't let that fool you. Rook and Cranny Rock is an exceedingly tiny crop of rocks, but they dare the opal ocean to swallow it whole. It's nestled far from the rest of the world, where there are stories of lands whose winters cover all but twinkling black minarets, where creatures walk a wooden plank into a twisting, rushing maw of the world's fury, and where proud, unfurled ships skip across the rose-covered sky to gates of jade. The adventurers you are joining today have wrecked upon the rook in their own time eh, just several days or so ago. Let me introduce you to our crew. We have Carl Bunkle, a faithful, ever-hungry flail snail, Abaddon, a headless knight who has lost track of both time and the whereabouts of his own head, Sela, a considerably young, salmon-loving selkie with a good heart, Lyrian, a genasi with water elemental powers who favors the unpredictability of a storm at sea. And Frad, a human with an unapologetic love for craftsmanship. They have since formed a necessary bond, having never crossed paths before. And now they are undergoing initiation tasks in order to prove their worth and earn their keep on the island. First, they were bound and thrown into a shark-infested lagoon. Next, they were asked to collect trash and debris from an oceanside cliff. I mean, after all, it is important to maintain a healthy home. And after this, they were told to feed Debbie, a local creature with an appetite for, well, what else but trash. And it wasn't until after this task that the tone of the events as a whole took a much more perilous turn. True Meridian, the ultimate leader of the Rook, made an entrance that commanded the utmost respect. With his henchman, Akuke, by his side, True Meridian laid before them their fourth and final task. A group of 15 sailors and soldiers from across the world in Abundinland have wrecked on the island. They have been calculated as a threat that must be nipped in the bud quickly. Carl, Abaddon, Sela, Lyrian, and Frad have been charged with creating a dungeon which will see to the end of these particular enemies. Should they fail, well, the Rook will serve as their final resting place. 
So now let us see if they are up to the task and if they are truly worth their salt. All right, everyone. The RP question to set us off today is this. What is one thing that your character hopes will never change about them? Or just change? <laughs> and what is one thing that you hope will change from your character's perspective? We have, um, let's see, five players like we always do. So I'll be rolling a D10 to see who will go first. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're gonna start with Carbuncle because <laughs> the dice rolled that way. <laughs> oh, did it? You did it though. The thing that I would uh, like hope never changes is the abundant food supply on this island. It's amazing, so tasty. Oh my god! <laughs> well, but sometimes change does happen to happen. So I hopefully will learn to swim in the future so I can get to another abundant food supply. <laughs> <laughs> You're not content with walking on the sea floor? Yeah, swimming is maybe better. There's stuff in the ocean that looks tasty. Oh, it's always dangling almost, above you. Yeah, it's not fire. Oh, just out of reach. Sad. Having said that, give yourself an inspiration for that. That was a thoughtful and delightful answer. Oh All right, next up. Me? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, of course, something that would be good to change, though Abaddon doesn't know it, would be to get his head back. So he can see and smell, and uh, now he can actually, and when you say, so you see, it looks like, and he'll be like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And then something that he would probably never want to change is how his personality is just really friendly, and he makes really good friends. With his two, the closest people that he has uh, connections with are Sayla and Sea Witch. Oh, that's sweet. Very thoughtful answer as well, and one that ties back to your missing appendage. He doesn't even know <laughs> what the heck is his head. Fair. Like, right. He doesn't know how he lost it. He, didn't, he doesn't even know he has a head. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, right, because his head would know that. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Having said that, right, oh. give yourself an inspiration for that too, right? Interesting <laughs> point. And we're delving into some weird philosophical biology, maybe. <laughs> Having said that, um, Lyrian. Yes. I would say I would hope it, that she can better incorporate others into the plans in the future because she's not so good at that right now. And, but at the same time, I hope that she never loses her determination and drive to accomplish her goals. Fair. Mm. What would Lyrian be without that? Right? Yeah, just once. What was it? Oh gosh, yeah, it doesn't matter. But you sure? Uh, oh yeah, my favorite one's lost is lost forever. Oh, there yeah. it is. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Give yourself an inspiration for that too, Rara. And we have Sayla. Uh, Sayla, one thing I hope for her that doesn't change is her um, ability to sort of look for the best in everybody around her and, um, you know, hope to make the best of any situation. Um, but I hope that she could stop being as careless and reckless as she is. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, uh, maybe with, with time and, and age, uh, that wisdom will come. Hey, sounds she's, like a reasonable hope. She's young. Hope. <laughs> um, yeah, how old is she? Fifteen. She's fifteen. In right? seal years. In seal years. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean for real years? Oh, well, and every for every year in dog years. It's <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And they are uh, the dogs of the sea. They are. Uh, yeah. They are. Give yourself an inspiration for that, Megan. Thank you for sharing. And finally, we have... Uh, I hope... The thing I want to change is the party's perception of me. They haven't met me yet, and I hope they fall in love with me. That is so sweet. Yeah, this is so sweet. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I hope that the thing that never changes is my my core beliefs on whatever how, those are <laughs> on how all these situations need to be solved. Sounds good. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Give yourself an inspiration for that. We have a uh, new player with us, Eric. We are excited to be playing with him. The, uh, he is a seven foot tall hirsute individual with uh, gold kneecaps and braided hair. An iron jaw. An iron jaw. And not just, well, actually, that's real. You do have an iron jaw. We're lying. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you're lying at all. I, I, this is that's my spirit animal. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> the the gold cat to iron jaw. <laughs> that's the one. Kind of like kind of like the pika. <laughs> Having said that, everyone, welcome back to the game. Oh, did you get an inspiration for that too, mm -hmm. my friend? Excellent. Um, yeah, you have all been tasked from the last adventure, if you recall, to dispose of a group of cr uh, crashed sailors who have landed upon Rook and Cranny Rock. They appear to have, you heard this from Reginald Smythe, the regalia of Abundanlan. Okay, that is to say they have the, bl the blue crown royale on their uh, insignia, and they do have that characteristic Abundanlan manner of stabbing before thinking. Mm -hmm. You have been told by True Meridian in the middle of the celebrations to knock it off and get on with disposing them if you are to become true denizens of this community all right before he did that though um he will tell you to meet up with a certain individual one of the other you'll be working with another person who has survived the other trials as well you know that you weren't the only group of people to crash during that uh, when you did come to the island uh, there was another person in another cohort who miraculously survived every other part too <laughs> and you'll be meeting them in due time having said that before you proceed with your planning you did have two hours i believe correct mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. what is your plan and this was your task was you're going to be given a section of the cave tubes to describe the dimensions yes length and width of the the length and width of the tube is more than a living room domicile. <laughs> that is to say, it is about 100 feet by 50 feet. It's like multiple a, living room domiciles. Yes, it is. It is a pretty big living room. Now. <laughs> now. It's a pace, pace. Yeah, early on it was 20 by 20. Because math. One room. Because <laughs> yeah, because math. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It would take it you one funny. turn to go up, hit someone, and walk back. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and less than done. half a turn. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, yes, you are um, you are tasked to meet an individual as well um, named Frederick Jones. <laughs> My. Roll me a knowledge history on one Frederick Jones. Are you serious? Yes. <sighs> okay. You're not the only people who have crashed onto this island. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Anyone with a 10 or higher? I just got give me a 20. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, sounds good. Of course he did. Okay, sounds good. Um, you guys, the two of you, that is Abaddon and Carbuncle, know that, yeah, you're not the only folks on this island who are going through the initiation. You know that there is another individual, a uh, human, do we say? Yes. A human who has also been keeping to themselves and they've been uh, traipsing around the island as well. You never got a chance to talk with them because, again, pretty happen in place, pop in place, despite it being less than a thimble size um, in the speck of sea. But yeah, you know that they are there and um, yeah, you, you can meet them whenever at your leisure. They will be, uh, your instructions are to meet with them and to work with them as well because they're in the initiation too. Okay. Is this the one like when we were going slowly cleaning up all the stuff on the cliff? It was the one guy that was going through checking for things. That was it. Okay. That was the guy. Okay. You can tell because describe your character for us. Uh, my character is about five foot eleven, blonde hair, very Aryan looking, very pale skin. Wears a white shirt, blue pants. Um, just a very excitable, very friendly. Yes. Has an eager face. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say charismatic per se. Mm. Sure, why not? What a What a Yes, so you have seen that individual. They were lucky because they were one of the few people to actually survive the pillars toppling over. Oh my god. Oh. If you remember that as oh, well. Yeah. But yeah, before you, um, you do have two hours to prep, and like you <clears> said, true meridian and meridian voice gave you a sort of imperious command to dispose of them. Okay? So, what is your plan for this disposing? So go down to the things. We're going to kind of like mesh it off so there's going to be like these checkered board square things on there. And we're going to give them like a set of instructions so they could potentially cross it without issue, like how the safe way to get across is. Following chess style things, like it'll be like uh, Q7R for like a queen just move to the right, seven, that that type of stuff. On uh, on the squares that aren't proper, we're gonna put things that tell them they're not on the right path. Maybe some junju steaks, maybe like um, poison, like a pressure mm -hmm. poison type of thing. Maybe one of us just sitting there and smacking them so they get back on the right path. Just depending <laughs> on where they're at. Um, because, it is, because it is in the, uh, in the, the ocean tube, we're gonna use the natural ambiance, so it'll be completely dark. Okay. And so we'll be hiding in the shadows to. Is make this you... a haunted house? <laughs> yes, we're making a haunted house. It's a haunted house, Pit. I'm for it. I, I, they gotta have a chance to survive. That's perfect. Thanks for tuning in to Reno's D and D Radio Community KWNKLP ninety-seven point seven FM, Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Plus Seven Seven Five to Hit with Sela and the Rook and Cranny Rock Crew. Let's dive back into the action. <laughs> Sounds good. You are creating a predetermined path for them right, to die. Right, if they get the clues, then they go in the right order, then they could potentially survive survive and prove their worth. Fair, fair, fair. Do you think that will get us into trouble? Because I recall being told we would be killed if they don't die. It's okay, we can kill them at the end if they survive. All the way through. I just have a feeling that nobody's gonna get it, so it's not gonna be matter. But I'd like to give him at least a semblance of a whole okay. snail's honor. Yeah, all right. Snail's I just honor. wanted to yeah. check. That's a reasonable point too. <laughs>
I, yeah. I just didn't pay attention when you said that. <laughs> I'm in favor of not being killed again. You can lie too. That's fine. You could just say, "Oh yeah, I totally did listen." Is in there here. a way we can not kill them? Is there a way we can save everybody? Um, as you say that, Pat would actually be walking oh. by next to you and oh. say, "Well, actually, um, <laughs> uh, no." Get out, of, get out of here, Pat. Hey, Pat, so hey, if it happened going, to be a buddy? chance, pretty good. It just happened to be a chance. Oh, to, uh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Hey, good to see you, Fredrickson. Oh, hey, just showed up. Got a backpack full of stuff I found on the beach. Oh, hey, I like your, I like your eagerness. Look at that, huh? Okay, so oh. uh, I hear you're setting up traps. You're setting up traps? Yes. Are they already yeah. set up? No. No. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the that's the sort of hand rubbing I like to see. I'm so excited yeah. right now. I'm gonna yeah. be pulling out I'm gonna be putting a lot of seaweed that's been braided into robes, I'm gonna be pulling out caltrops, yeah. spikes, wow. pulling out a few vials of poison, Ooh. sand, Ooh. rocks, really sharp ones. Uh, <laughs> right. Shovel. Um, what shovel. 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 <laughs> that's not gonna work. Okay. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go up to the snail and reach underneath to figure out how slippery it is. Whoa! Did you, you ask him? <laughs> you didn't ask him if you could touch him. I'm sorry. Bad touch. So, back to Schwann to see how slippery touch. it was, if we could use it. You described your character verse. I think we got a pretty good grip there with that. Everyone, just one more time for Eric's sake and also for our own listeners, if there are. Or any. <laughs> Two. For our edification, please describe your character real quickly. Yeah, flail snail. So imagine a five foot tall snail that's uh, large mouth, a, kind of a fairly large mouth, and uh, four flails surrounding it. You're trying all to reach around the mollusk. You. I'm basically trying to reach under the mollusk where the slime is to see how say? slippery it is. Oh, get out God. of his meat. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I might get bitten. Uh, describe your character real quick. You're all standing in a little uh, uh, circle. I am a a classic cliche of a headless horseman. I am dressed in splint mail and very tattered rags, like a scarf and cloak of sorts. Okay. And I don't have a head. I would have started with we that. Okay. <laughs> Real quickly, just one sentence. Uh, about Larian? Mm-hmm. Oh, blue, gray, silvery hair, kind of sickly pale blue skin, gold eyes, gaping wound in her chest. That's the big one. Thank That's you. The big Again, one. Eel. let's start Again. with those first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how does that sound? <laughs> right, we sound so normal when we do it. <laughs> a sailor can turn into a seal. So that. Yes. <laughs> but what does she look like? <laughs> she she oh. has uh, gray hair, um, peachy tan skin, um, big black eyes. Uh, she is um, uh, pretty husky. She's She's got some... She chonky. She's got some loving. Uh, so, yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. okay. Back to... Right. Um, at that point, uh, as you were kind of just passing out the shovels to everyone, well, this is a good time to... Uh, Add a, add a new dimension to your task. Uh, Frederick here will be joining you. Hi, gang. No, uh, yeah, I love that. That's that hell get spirit. We're gonna solve some mysteries. We're gonna unmask some villains, Ooh. monsters. Aren't you guys excited? I'm excited. Yeah, and more importantly, like Frederick oh, uh, did villains. pick up uh, Reginald Smythe stuff. 
who fell and hit their kneecap on the floor. Ooh. Oh. 20 minutes ago, we saw him walking and traipsing around, um, saying something in fact about beating his butler. Oh, no. And uh, turns out... He, he was got... beating his butler? Yes, it, yeah, he was, but right before that, he also slipped and fell. And sprained his ankle, so he's going to be out of commission for a year, we think. Sounds about right. All right. So, um, I, I, I already went through Reginald's backpack, and I, I'm what? looking for something very specific. Ooh. If you guys can, if you guys seen it, he's got this book, okay? And it's called uh, Das Buch der Fallen. And it, it's, it's a... Oh, that's an interesting language. Yeah. Das Buch der Fallen. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a book of traps. Ooh. Have you guys seen it? Is um, it in? I don't no. think so. Uh, Did you check his room? He has a room. He has a room. You all have rooms. Oh, we've been sleep. bunking together. I don't sleep. Where's his room? We've been here for That's a really while. awkward. Yeah. A little while. Yeah. Well, um, whoever wants this, I guess there's nothing really. It's just a bunch of useless history books. And you do recall that Reginald things. did go to a university uh, for magic. Oh yeah, he was really bad at it. Um, wow. I I'd like it to remember him by. Okay. He nearly toppled me over. Careful. I don't know why, but the backpack's a little sticky. I'm not sure why. Um, right. You <laughs> have like in your possession a... Uh, every person in that university was commissioned a tote, a bag, a canvas bag of purple leather with gold filigree. Okay. Is it real gold? No. Okay. <laughs> no. These are questions <laughs> I have to ask. Um, it smells... Can I sell it? Um, immediately oh, off the top of your head, different. it smells like of rich mahogany and many leather-bound books. That were in it, obviously. <laughs> I'm content. So you guys haven't seen that book? Afraid not. I haven't, no. I can go check At least his room. No for memory you. of it. That might be useful. But we have traps to build first. Okay, we are in a yes. where, Do you know where his room is? Oh, yeah, which reminds me. You have an hour now. Mm, I think an it was an hour. Yes. Far west yeah. uh, side? It might take me all the time to get there, so I kind of give you the guys the gist so you can get it started <laughs> ahead of time. So, uh, so we have a full hour? Right. And it gives me great, delicious. Uh, it is my pleasure to repeat my instructions again to you. Mm. You need to dispose of those ingrates who attacked us uh, in the tunnel, and you will have to design something that will, well, destroy them. Mm. Mm. Okay. Think of it as your initiation last test. Uh, for you, especially. Why him especially? Yes. Test. Uh, you didn't quite pass the last one, if you recall. But it was dead. No, no. This is the uh, picking up trash on the cliff, the sea cliff. I picked up all the trash. It's in my backpack. Yeah? Yeah, it looks. Oh, this is me now. Seaweed, <laughs> yeah. Pistons. Oh, never mind. You're good then. Are, yeah. you Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't on there. I would have ate it. That wasn't oh. on there. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Did you have actual animals in your backpack? Uh, seaweed and pistons, and I probably would have some uh, uh, rockfish in there for poisonous rockfish. Yeah, I probably would. Romy percent, uh, we're going to need an 80 or lower to see if you probably ate it. Or ate it. Oh my god. 37. Where'd my rockfish go? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? So he has like a, Where did they go? Like he has a skeleton dangling like, out of his mouth. Jumping this bag out, looking. <laughs> Those were key. And then you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, you ate so, those rockfish? You ate them? He eats everything. 
their food. Yeah, be careful around that one. Didn't share any with me. All right, now I have oh. to. I have to completely <laughs> redesign <laughs> trap one forty-seven T. But we only have an hour now. Oh, it's a, a, okay. Let's just get to work. You dig here. You dig here. You are listening to Plus 775 to hit Reno, Nevada's local Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Join us for more adventures at KWNKLP 97.7 FM on every Sunday. Start start sliming. Uh, You put these pistons here. Where? I'll put a slipper around. I want to know what you're doing for (laughs) this next hour, okay? They will lead you. You know how to get there. They'll show you the directions, and you've been there, that particular tube, C tube. Mm. But I want to know what every character is doing. It sounds like you had the plan first. Yeah, so so I'm I'm going and marking off the square zones on how they're going to have to move. Okay. So you're making a sort of labyrinthine path. For yeah. them to move through the tube, okay? Yeah, but it's basically just rope on the ground to delineate different sections mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that might be about ankle high. Cool. Uh, and one more time, uh, it, give me three distinct sections. Are there any like themes, or is it all ambient blue light tube death house? Uh, <laughs> it's more ambient blue light happy fun time house, <laughs> aka meal time. Oh, okay. That got bad real fast. Wow, that got uh, grim. But mostly, uh, defer to the trap master for the specific traps that they would like to put into those places. Sounds good. But I'm sure there's going to be junchu steak somewhere, and I'm pretty mm. sure there's going to be head chopping somewhere. Cool. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. How about this then? I'm going to need a piece of paper because we're going to do this pretty abstract. Right. Right. But it will be good just to keep track. Perfect. So we're gonna have that. That sounds good. Let's go with um, let's go this way around opposite this time, okay? So how how big is this trap area we got? It is uh, fifty feet, feet wide, hundred feet long. Okay. And we're doing. I think of it as a sort of underwater. We're doing a little tube. chest chest yeah. area to start, yeah. right? What Eric's doing right now is drawing on an oil canvas. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and then we're gonna like have safe areas, mm-hmm. multiple safe areas to go safe through. Safe safe. Okay, and we're then doing we're the quotes here. That's X's. a good point. <laughs> and then we're gonna have X's to set off traps. And of course, each one. I don't feel good about this. Trap. Why not? Is that sailor or out of yeah. character? Oh, both. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So this will be the first fifty feet, and then we've got a hundred more feet to go. Okay, sounds good. So you're just laying traps during the time there. Uh, you also have a team of uh, water cobalt engineers. So <laughs> <That's how> <laughs> they're just looking at you, picking their nose. So oh, some are some are pit traps. Some have spikes at the bottom. Naturally. Others have uh, uh, others have slippery things that can make them slip into them. I've got wire traps, so when they cross the seaweed, because we've got doing a line, if they trip over those, uh, some eels might electrocute them. They're Hopefully, we have a boulder falling on somebody. Sounds good. I saw Gaheen will walk up to you and say, "Where do you want this eel?" Okay. You see it kind of just uh, shaking in its hand. Right. So uh, I grab <laughs> I grab a piece of I grab a piece of metal wire that I've salvaged off the beach mm-hmm. and I strap it up into a thing and I take that eel and I strap it and line it to that thing so it'll arc right through. Hey, brilliant. Uh-huh. That's cool. I like that a lot. So you're gonna be doing that, and how about you, Sailor? Let's talk about that. Yeah, your character doesn't feel comfortable with this and out of character as well. Let's talk through that. 
I mean, I just feel like there's, like, why do we have to kill them? That's a good and question. And why do we have to die? Why can't everybody just live? Is that our character or in character? Because depending on that, I'll either okay. answer as Pat, who's still standing next Kay. to you right now. So Pat. Hey. <laughs> what is up? <laughs> You're a pretty reasonable guy. Ah, oh, yeah. I am. <laughs> I wrote a book. I thought about reading it. Fair. I have a copy right here if you need it. Ah, thank you. I'll, I'll put Just it aside. Just around my pocket. Hey. So why why do we have to kill them? Good point. First rule of Rook and Cranny Rock is, you hurt one of us, you get the rock. Put hoist it higher. I am higher. Sorry. Okay. All right, but is there like do we know what? these people did? Do we know that it was on purpose? Tenth hand account tells us <laughs> that when the sentry went out, saying, hey, you guys are cool, first dude woke up and stabbed him. Mm. Not cool. Mm -hmm. Have we tried talking to them? Yeah, we did, actually. We Well, eleventh hand account said there was a protracted <clears throat> discussion of conflict um mediation like trying to reduce the conflict de-escalation conflict de-escalation we went through the protocol like procedure but uh -huh. they just kept stabbing oh. now this was other pe this this was other people now like while we we're trying to talk to them like they were stabbing and we had to pull one guy out to keep him safe wow yeah so not cool they're not am i doing his voice right? so they're not good people is what you're saying. All I'm saying is that, no, what's good and bad, right? I mean, they're acting on their own impulses, and admittedly, they're in a traumatic situation where they crash onto a, our island, but still not cool. I don't think I'm doing his voice. That, you're doing fine. You had it earlier. Right? Yeah, that's like <laughs> I'm Pat. Yeah, it does. All right, okay. Right. Sorry. Wait, who were you just now? Where did you go? Oh, I'm missing his voice. Give me a second. That happens. You're it does happen. I can't I find mine for some I don't have one. That's true. But yeah, what else would you like to ask? That's a fair point. Fair point. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a difficult situation for sure. Hmm. Yeah, maybe for a pup. Hmm. <laughs> Say maybe for a pup. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's why you're sea witch. Yes, I know. But having said that, then he'll look at you expectantly and say, "It's okay to feel a little bit of that uh, moral conflict." Mm. It's called guilt. Wow, that's coming from. I wasn't gonna say it. That looks too I think what I'll do for now is I'll just cast light around, so it's easier for them to Whoa. see. Whoa! It's bright. Whoa. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, on all the safe spots of the uh, the chessboard type. Sounds good. I'm going to cast a, a glowing light. What kind of light? Describe um, it for me. It will look like sort of a white a white light, um, an orb, but very very fuzzy outside, um, so it doesn't look quite distinct. Cool. And what is the uh, intent behind that? Um, that can signal to the uh, the others that those are the safe places to uh, walk. Hey, cool, cool. That's one way of helping, right? Yes. 
I guess. So Fair. so we have a fifty foot we have a fifty foot area of chessboard. Now the next set of fifty feet is going to be a music puzzle. Okay? Mm. So they're gonna have to hum a certain bit of, of shanty all the way through. <laughs> and if they don't if they don't, then the kobolds that are helping us out will fire their crossbows. That's that awesome that because you have note nettles which yes. go around. They respond to certain frequencies. They start to uh, kind of shake and shimmer. Note nettles? Yes, note nettles. They are a plant that grows here in this particular note area. Nettles. Note, note nettles. Like musical note. Mm -hmm. When they respond to certain frequencies, they start to vibrate. Mm -hmm. so now the cobalts will be humming that sound. Sounds good. The entire way through. So if they're listening and they don't panic, they will be able to hum their way through and get through that trap. As you guys are talking through your plans, Pat will go something to the effect. I sure wish I could help with that. I was one without Funklorians. That's okay, Pat. You can still help. Everyone has a job to do. No, I can't help with that at all. <laughs> um, you know that Pat's an emotional vampire. I take a step back. <laughs> I take right? a step back. You've all been taking psychic damage. Yeah, yeah we have. This whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a lethargy. Oh, actually, I have a question for you. Pat or me? You, Jed. Oh. Because um, I, I still have it on here from the smell, I think, from the trash pit. I had exhaustion and I had to roll everything at disadvantage. <laughs> Is that still an effect? Um, I think, yeah, that was only for an hour, right? I don't remember how long you said. That's fair. And you know what? It's been... The smell lingered, but it's one of those things where after Pat kind of talks with you, mm -hmm. you kind of just start focusing on Pat a little bit more, and the <laughs> smell kind of just goes away. Cool. If that makes sense. I'll delete this. You so, inhale Pat. <laughs> so in the last, uh, the last 50, um, I will set up some personal traps. Mm. For Sounds surprises. good. I dig it. Perfect. Let's go to your role. You're listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a local Dungeons & Dragons radio show on Reno, Nevada's KWNKLP 97.7 FM. Stay tuned to see what's in store for these adventurers. And you actually, before that failed, did you resolve your questions? Any other concerns? Yes. I, I'm just morally going between a few places. Sounds good, and that's fair. That's all I can do for now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have incomplete information, unfortunately, mm -hmm. which is fair. Having said that, Larian. I feel like... I like you. You're a really nice person. I think you're nice, too. Oh, we're not Thank you. <laughs> um, I feel like I kind of want to be maybe a little hands-on, but I don't really know what Trapmaster here has for the rest, but I can offer a shocking grasp or a chill touch or some spooky. <laughs> You're going to be the wall. <laughs> shopping. <laughs> but chill touch. Come I don't have you. to touch them. It's range. Oh, fair. So if fair. they screw up, I can send out a creepy hand. and. You guys are literally making a haunted, haunted house. house. I can also cast Minor Illusion and do something creepy. Why not? I have Thaumaturgy. Ooh, even better. Oh, yeah. Throw yeah. your voice. Turn back! <laughs> no! Turn. Oh, I got it! In the very beginning. Dead men tell no. I think we should charge them a gold piece to come in. Sounds good. <laughs> Before we kill them? 
It's a haunted house. You're going house. into a haunted house. This Guys, is a very I, learning experience. Hold up. I turned this off by accident, but it hit the 43-minute mark, so that's good. We can take a break there and pause, but right, I turned it back on. Sounds good. Is that uh, when your laptop fell? Yes. How about this? <laughs> let's take a quick fiver. How does that? Actually, no. I want to finish your thought right now. So let's keep going. Yes, I want to hear what everyone's doing at this moment. So you're oh, getting oh, ready oh, as well. Oh, oh this, mean, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, 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 sorries. Well, I feel more. I would be consulting with. What about Fredrickson? Is that your name? Yeah. What is it? Uh, Frederick. 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 Yeah. With an A. I had that. Frederick Jones. Fre Frederick Jones. 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 Is it still the J? No, it's a Y. Oh. Duh. <laughs> well, like Young. Like Young. Honestly. We're talking English here. Come on. That's Shoot. real. I have to um, lower the volume on this thing. To see, because I have to kind of wait for any of my things for a moment of, so to consult if there's, you know, if we don't have an actual trap set up, I'm the trap. So, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, your... what did you say? I'm the trap. Not, not an actual trap? No, no. No traps All right, up. now. Let, calm down. Breathe. Look, I'm not putting up with this this whole time, all right? All right? Listen, I'm just saying, if you don't have an immediate repercussion for them failing, I'll be there. You can be part of Trap 128.3. You're a nerd, aren't you? Be nice to him. Why? Say which. Yeah, what's the matter, pup? He's new. Yeah. Hey, hey, break, break it up, huh? Huh? There it is, yeah. Hey, first real community, don't air out your trash. Oh, wow. Did I know? <laughs> I get it. Me too. Yeah. I just came up with that uh, one. Uh, I've been doing improv classes at the Dhamma's lab, so that's pretty nice. Do I know what Pat's afraid of? Um... Roll me everything. <laughs> I was gonna say roll me a psychology, but <laughs> psychology. Sorry, that was loud. Roll me an insight, and your DC is going to be a twenty-five. Oh come on! It's possible. No, it's not. Not with my 20. stats, and uh, even still, only a plus two. With a nat twenty, it is. Oh, I see. Yes, it can be anything. And the reason why a twenty-five is this: this is pretty difficult to get a read on Pat. He's an emotional vampire. He's an emotional vampire. Two. You know... Zero, but 20. You know he's probably afraid of something. <laughs> How does that sound? <laughs> great. It sounds great. <laughs> I'm just going to slowly make it my personal mission to test things out. <laughs> yeah. Can I minor illusion a spider on his shoulder? <laughs> There's a whole bunch of minor illusions. Yeah. He's afraid of real illusions. Oh my god. <laughs> Having said that, major um, illusions. You know, major illusions. Wow. Having said that, um, but yeah, Lyrian, if you are standing, let's say, yeah, let me describe the tube real quick. It is like a classic lava tube except water, right? Mm. Um, uh, it leads, it's that moment where it leads right into the water. So think of uh, those big old lava tubes in uh, the big island of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, when you're standing on one of the precipices, you can see this cool black grayish rock that shoots out into the distance uh -huh. and you can see that the workers are there you see the snails just standing there kind of just um looking at everything a little uh, to the left a little <laughs> to the left you can see them like clicking their eye stalks uh, motioning like you thought they were giving directions but eventually one of the workers will come up and throw fish his way 
um, you'll see this dude is kind of busy just going around, kind of doing that sort of tisk 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 sort of quality okay. with the traps. Um, you see that the seal is gingerly getting some lights ready um, everywhere as well. I can't affect those, can I? You can do it's steam. I can't change her lights, though. Oh, well, you could. <laughs> don't give me that look. You could. Why do you want to change my lights? You don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't but that's also why I'm worried. I just want to change one. You could, but if you decide to, it will be a sleight of hand. Okay. Is There's probably about 20 other people it. here helping you out as well. Prepare. Like digging, people are digging and that kind of stuff too. <laughs> so, yeah, how'd you do? Or oh. Describe what you do first before you roll. Oh, it's a good to practice. change the light? Yeah. Like, oh. how are you moving through the... Well, I'm trying to, So you're almost just creating like an, a light imprint on the stone? Or like on the ground? It's like a... Thing? No. It, well, like it's or, glowing right above the stone. Oh, it's like a hovering. Yeah, it's like... a like, video game kind of Yeah, thing. exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll just try and kind of move one in the middle off to the side towards the best one. Out of character. Wow. <laughs> In character. Yeah, um, you're going to gingerly like step down from your pedestal area, like your, uh, and sure, just approach. Are you going to get off your high horse? Uh, you don't know. You're busy. There's people are working beside you. They know that you're part of the crew there, so they're not going to give you the time of day. You'll have this with advantage. It's really busy. You can roll me a perception. I would love to roll a something as well. Just notice. Just notice. Everyone who thinks that it, they would be noticing this. You also as well, because you're the trap. I person. probably would. I'm watching everything. Yeah. 19. <laughs> <laughs> I am way too focused on this back area right now. It That's is, not good. That's not good. Just, no, no. Just, you know what? Everyone leave. I've got this. But we, we're wired. Oh, God. <laughs> do something right. Do it yourself. So, That's uh, real. Who uh, got a 19 or higher? 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close. I'm like, I have no idea what they're doing anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. Oh, you see it? Yeah, I see it, but I have a fish too that I'm just getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cheers, you do so. You moved. I'm one still of, so could disappointed you make a note my rock somewhere fish is gone. that she moved one of the lights? Which is delicious. Yeah, I, I have to remember. I just take, people. just put an arrow from 1S to 1X. I like this a lot. This is good. This is good. This so is fun. It's just forward, right? Just whatever you want to do. You put that S wherever you I'm want in one adjacent X square. One S. To one <laughs> I thought you said I'm just holding a pistol. I was like, what are you? <laughs> I'm holding pistons for some reason. Perfect. All right. So she's moved this S to that X. So, so this is safe, but this looks like it's safe. Oh, yeah. So, so it was right in the middle, and now it's. Closer to the other S. And that's kind of cool because there's two S's right next to each other. So people might just think that's a uh, bigger well, area. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Slick. I dig it. And also, I dig it too. I'm sorry. It's good. A, it, a neutral evil. It's, <laughs> it's slick. It's an interesting dynamic. Having said that, um, next up we have Abaddon. You see your friends here are getting ready here. You notice. You, every oh, once God. in a while, you someone 30 feet within of you, <laughs> someone within 30 feet of you mumbles something. Someone within 30 feet of you has a sort of <laughs> moving sensation <laughs> of a hammer. Jamie Abaddon's empathetic, and he just like gets everybody's energies. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. sure. 
You have a predator heat sense thing going on. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Lots of industry going on right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But you get this impression that people are working, mm-hmm. working hard, and that's only because someone threw a hammer your way. You think it was a saw and he said, "What are you doing?" I'm holding pistons. What's a piston, by the way? Out of character. Oh. Piston is a thing that goes into an engine that goes up the metal down, shaft. Like, oh, so you were thinking down, of a piston like I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, but I also have um, pythons. Oh! Pythons as well. Oh, oh, oh did you pythons. give me pythons or pistons? Or I gave you both. Oh. I gave you a bunch of metal. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. Start he, he putting it into the ground. Yeah, read a book. Wow. I can't read. <laughs> I, I have all of Tennyson's books. I toss it's all Braille. It's a Braille. I toss it. <laughs> I would throw him. I would tra- throw him Trap Magazine three twenty four. Oh, but but what? he can't read it. He can't oh, read it. Uh, Maybe we can read it. What to are you doing? What am it's I doing with these? <laughs> hey, he was actually... somehow he can still hear us. He can. I can hear you. All right, great. We will read this to you before bed. I don't sleep. Anyway, <laughs> before my <laughs> bed. Oh. It seems like he gets all the good parts without having a head. Yeah, <laughs> and he ignores all the bad parts. Yes. <laughs> And it's only huh. head. How convenient. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> What do I do with these metal things? Uh, uh, I'm start You're direct- next to him. Like, you can tell him what to yeah, do. Yeah, I start, start directing him to put him in the ground right here, right here, right here. They're gonna. This is going to be a wire that's going to trip them. You this get- is going to set up a pitfall. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, occasionally you feel a heat spot. Somewhere, and you get this impression that it was a light that was deliberately left out. Occasionally, you touch something that zaps you. Um, occasionally, you feel something very sharp and pointy. You think those are the uh, the I can pungy sense sticks. The, I can sense them. I can sense the shapes, Jen. <laughs> right, right. And finally, we also have um, what other traps are you guys doing as well? You have the, the classic pungy ones. You have the musical. What does the music one do? The musical oh, one. They have the kobolds. The kobolds will fire. The, the The music one is an armed trap because oh, unfortunately, I just don't have the technology to be setting off something that's actually oh. listening for an automated uh, arrow shoot. So I'm gonna have to use kobolds. Yeah, you are in a. And they're gonna have to use their 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 brains brains to mm-hmm. listen you're saying that right like as you're saying that, yeah I remember and I'm teaching the, teaching them the song right you now you see two of them have actually got their heads stuck in a shirt together and they're kind of trying to like, uh-uh. oh, harmonize <laughs> no like they're, they're stuck they're trying to get out yeah they're, oh, they're, they're sharing a shirt this is why I this is okay. I'm okay with this. <laughs> okay. I'm totally okay with this. <laughs> you see a crowd forming going, street performers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. Say this right behind him, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I feel, And so... they try and start helping them. Oh, God. You do so. They look at you say, thank you. I and just... they go back to work. I just imagine sitting on this like perch almost with one knee propped up and like hanging off, rolling my eyes and everything right now. <laughs> Sounds like everyone has a plan. How about this? Let's take a quick fire, okay? It's been an hour of recording. Let me turn this off real quick. This is Abaddon, and you are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Come experience our adventures regularly on 97.7 FM KWNK LP Reno. See you when the dice fly. Three, two, and one. Okay. We... No. Oh. Having said that, um, let's go around the opposite direction this time. I want to know what you're doing. The second... You know that you got 15 minutes left. What are you doing in the last 15 minutes? So, before we start, guys... 
we should all position in the latter half of the 50 feet, mm-hmm. just in case anyone makes it through. You'll hear yes. Pat kind of running around and say, uh, places, everyone, places, uh, places. Pat, shut your mouth. Stay close to me, Sayla. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? You see people are getting uh, busier. I'm judging the sudden friendship here, but silently. <laughs> I have a terrible wisdom score, so uh, I don't notice you're judging. It's because you're I don't to... have a head. And I, think you're just, I think you're just <laughs> staring just off into space. Yes. It's very He, he points his body one way, but his non-head is kind of focusing the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a sort of like a lava tube S so, thing. Yeah. Are you standing on near the bottom or the midpoint? Where would you be at? I don't know. Towards the beginning. Because so I, I want to it's offer to be the... Like a lazy sense. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lazy sense, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I just need to know if you're near the bottom or near the midpoint. So, I recommend that all of us station in this area, right here. I agree. So, I can write our... Uh, what area is I that? Can, this is the area surprise. of my personal surprise trap. Oh, that's a surprise trap. Is there a midpoint yeah. there? Like uh, the higher that? area? The, basically, the end is up here. So, if the, the, if the end is up point. here, like, uh, Abaddon, if you wanted to station right like here, you could get people as they barely cross through you could scare them or you could do anything you want to do uh, but where would you like to position in here why don't you just write yourself anywhere on the map i suggest the back area that's my suggestion okay sounds yeah. good i am gonna be up top on the top of the tube hanging down because of my climbing thing oh kind of waiting but like if because the tube's not like perfectly cylindrical right so the thing's so like kind of hiding there's the back there no tights. i'm not putting myself down so you're, but you're still in the area yeah. of the thing, right? So you're just upside down. Yeah. So write yourself upside down. <laughs> okay. And, word uh, brush juice. Yeah. This is word brush juice. I'm drinking paint. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> where would, you, I, I believe where would a, you like to be? I have a pretty good stealth vantage point. You are on like a flat part it's, with no stalactites. It's dripping, it's dripping down. <laughs> he's the stalactite. Yeah, yeah he's the You're stalactite. five feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that stalactite looks like it has five flails on it. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so let's I go around. I want to know what you're doing in the last 15 over. minutes. Is there somewhere where I can be FNS. not like high, that. high, but okay. just kind of like okay. up on a perch? Yes. Um, yes, of course. Sense? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of different ledges on the sides as well. I want to climb up there. So, but I still want to be able to. So, are letters down. of where oh. we're located? Sounds good. Thank you. Sorry. Yes. I just want to be able to safely jump down. I don't oh. want to be too high. Sounds good. Um, yeah, you can get about twenty feet up on a ledge. Okay. That's uh, is that too high? I think I would think so. I would think that's too high. No, you don't I have think... a. I can carry. No. <laughs> what did you Not say? yet. Too soon. Sorry. You don't have what? Featherfall. Oh. Dispel <laughs> that I thought I, that you I made. should pick this and then did, never did. And then but no, there there is a place here. This um the tube is not entirely like what uh, Carbuncle mentioned. It's not entirely cylindrical. There are places where there are these steps that these uh, shingles that can serve as steps for you to stand on. Yes, and they are within safety height. I cool. can hold you up. There is an ocean. Ocean. 
It is an ocean. I know we get it. It's an ocean <laughs> improved facility. Herbert, I just want to you know be able to <laughs> strike if needed. It shuns all living things. Ocean. Ocean. I get it. Does that anyone else do it? Does... I said we get it. <laughs> Jed. How many times can I say ocean? No. Continue. <laughs> but yes, anything else, Lyrian? You are going to be situating yourself on a precipice. Pretty much. Getting ready to. Depending on what happens, yeah. a wide variety of actions uh-huh. will take place. I Sounds have good. many options. Sounds good. You do notice this place is dim, right? As, um, and the lights uh, seem to be kind of just getting darker as the plans are just proceeding as well. Do my eyes kind of glow because they're that gold yes. color? They do glow. Yeah. You cool. can see it in the dark. Sweet. Yeah. How about you, Sayla? You see that people are moving up with a frenzied pace. I'm going to be standing next to... Uh, Fred? Frederick? Mm-hmm. Who is still, even in the darkness, you can hear him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, have, I have a very specific spot for us to stand. I'm going to be standing behind him uh, with my eyes. With my hands over my eyes because uh, I just still don't feel good about this. Fair. Sounds reasonable. And you? Oh, I'm just so excited to see all these traps go off. I'm just you are looking at a vista, right? If you're standing near the end, you see before you, and the tube kind of goes at an angle, at an angle, right? So you can see the handiwork of all your teammates before you. You see the lights bobbing. You see Lyrian, um, leering at the sides, yeah. getting ready to pop in. You see this dude judging, you think. Uh, you see <laughs> what appears to be um, a upside-down stalactite that is just standing randomly in the middle of a part of the ceiling. I fall to my knees and raise my hands to the sky yeah. and breathe in the glory of all that has been made. You see a familiar... <laughs> you hear someone doing the same thing next to you. You go, this is nice. <laughs> all right, gang, let's unmask the I think he's trying to say you're listening to Plus 775 to Hit on Reno's own KWNKLP 97.7 FM Reno, Nevada. Oh. All right. After some moments in time, you guys see that the cave gets a unnaturally dark hue about it. And the, the moss starts to lighten up around you. You can see the path of the traps laid bare with the blinking light serving as a sort of... Think of a when you're landing on an airplane, right? Mm-hmm. At night, you see all the lights kind of just shimmering with the traps as well. You hear a sound of rock, like a big old boulder being shifted to the side, and what appears to be, what sounds to be several grunting noises. You can, who has dark vision in this group? I think I do. I have Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl Bunkle. I only do in seal form. Okay. Oh, I don't. Crap. I thought I did. I have all vision. Stop. That's, <laughs> that's, oh that's alright. I know where my traps are. I know every aspect of this whole thing. You're, I don't need any light. You're very lucky. There's a bioluminescent uh, moss seaweeds uh, lichen growing. So you can see a bits of silhouette of it. Okay. But yes, dark vision? I thought I did, but I don't know. As a water uh, I, yeah. I believe water gnosis do have it. Oh, right. I think I have them actually in this book. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you turning into a seal sailor? No. Oh, no. Chilling first? Sounds good to me. 
You know that you got this if you decide to. Just because, since I have to take a rest. Yes. In order to turn back into my human form, uh, I figure I don't need to transform yet. Sounds good. Either needs to be a seal in the area. <laughs> you see, <laughs> I am sorry, <laughs> water ganasis do not have dark vision, only fire ganasis do. Oh, okay. They're lean into uh, your. They're a living torch, why do they need dark vision? That's real. That's well, real. If I light you up on fire, I don't think that will help you see a cave any better. You are the torch. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Let me this. Green biology. Yes. You see... <laughs> Carvuncle, you... He's super into You it. see a big old boulder kind of shifting on the side of the tube. Uh-huh. And you hear the sound of rocks kind of just trickling from that. You see what appears to be several individuals being pushed hurriedly, like shoved. Think of uh, Thanksgiving Mall, like Black Friday, <laughs> being shoved in. And several... Conveniently, 15 individuals, creatures, get shoved through the hole with burlap sacks around their heads. After a moment, you see them unwiggling and you hear this, uh, you speak Doylish, all of you? Yes. Cool. You hear in Doylish, <sighs> unravel it, oh, they untied us. <laughs> their first mistake, howdy ho, everyone, you see. <laughs> The first one get rid of their burlap sack over their head, unfurl their sword and point it towards the direction of the lava tube before you. You see the other ones start to defrock themselves at the same time as well. They look like to be a motley crew of what look to be irregular soldiers and sailors, but most prominent of the group appear to be these clad individuals who have a sort of heroic bearing about them spearheaded by this dude in the left here who is wearing a purple uh, satin sort of cloth with a metal breastplate and has a Prince Charming air about him and you see the other crew around them going what luck looks like they are ready to die isn't that right Reginald you hear them going I do believe this is our rock now (laughs) they gave us our weapons too and look a landing pad for us to walk through. This is the easiest dungeon I've ever laid my eyes on. Uh. Hoorah! You see um, the one in the back kind of uh, with this big old beard. Think, uh, I don't know. Think, uh, big old beard. I guess. Whoever that is. With Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Sounds better, I guess. Sounds better. And that you is see better. another one who's just silently nodding. He has like a shaved head, kind of just doing it. This is all you see, this, right? Right. And behind them, you see what appear to be soldiers, regular makeshift soldiers uh-huh. with pikes and swords, drawing them out, conquistador sort of helmets mm. and big old blue feathers. Kind of just uh, getting, like, looking around them and just kind of fearfully just looking at this cave complex you what do you guys do before we proceed you see them kind of just like shivering in the cold hmm. should we welcome them uh first actually everyone let me knowledge history mm. yeah. no not 11 11 14 <laughs> 17 <laughs> yeah they did the dude did speak with a very exaggerated <coughs> sort of lip that is to say, you could probably take a um, 
uh, phonograph, that needle, put it against a cantaloupe skin, and it sounds like that. That's what his voice sounds like. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I've, I've done that many times. Of course I know exactly what that sounds like. Okay, good, because I would like for you to explain to me what that sounds like. <laughs> Ready, <laughs> go. <laughs> and go. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, I said Reginald, right? Sorry, yes. I was thinking of something else entirely. They would say um, Benthin. You heard the name Benthin. Benthin. I like that. Yes, it's kind of like Benson, but not. I like the but fact the that lift. it was... Uh, Reg Reginald. That would have been hilarious. That would have been funny. I'm sorry, it wasn't. That's that okay. Been I like Benthin too. Benthin too. Okay. Having said that, everyone, I want to know what you're doing as you. Uh, actually, you were the one who noticed this. You. Right. Everyone else and can so really. We have yeah. to give yeah. them the clue to pass the first thing. That's right. So since they can't see me where I'm at, I say, let her, they move up. Understanding, no, the Queen's Gambit is the way to pass. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening. Oh my god. Okay, well before we resolve that, how did everyone do on their history roll? Jeez. Really Louise. bad. I got a 17. Nine. Sounds good. 11. Is this history 14. have anything to do with traps? No, this is, to this is to identify these individuals. I'm no good. I don't care. Better. How'd you do? 14. 14, good. 17. Sounds good. You recognize that patois. You recognize, you hear the voice as well. These individuals sound like they are from a Vundanland. They have that high received pronunciation, mm -hmm. and they do sound like, again, cantaloupe skin, etc. Cantaloupe skin. Okay. Having said that, you hear a booming voice intoning from one flail <laughs> <laughs> snail off in the distance. <laughs> from yeah, from up top. Down. You know it's up top. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear this response of, I am not... What do you, what do you say? The Queen's Gambit? The Queen's Gambit shall be your path. I'm all in, baby! <laughs> House Horker does not back away from a fight. And Benton <laughs> is putting all his chips in. Have at thee! You see them start to slowly walk through. You first, soldiers! <laughs> you see them, like, going... <laughs> you see that. Away, yeah. You away. see them, um, let's uh, roll me a percentile. Actually, roll me a d10 to see how many. There are 15 of them. Four of them appear to be these... There are four. Four. Uh, you see four soldiers start to walk through nervously. Okay. okay. And how many steps are there? There are seven steps. Seven steps. Um, let's do this then. They walk on the fifth step. What happens? All... all Five of them walk on the fifth step. Yes. Well, All right. So the first, the first one that just takes a step in, yes. just falls into a pit. <laughs> the pit is actually fairly safe for the most part. It is only there's only water in it. Oh, okay. You see him like he screams. Is it deep or? Uh, yeah, it's very deep water. <laughs> okay. You hear a splash and the sound of water just shooting up into the air. Unfortunately. It was only safe for a minute because there's a bunch of chemicals on the side that fall in and turn it into. Okay, you saw him kind of just like doing that dog paddle. I think about, <laughs> and you see like that's you hear that bubbling fizzling sound, and you hear um, you guys are all at the end, right? Yeah. 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 What do you say? Uh, traps are best when you give them a little hope. Oh. Wow. Having second thoughts about this. Guy. I don't know if I and like you good. anymore. <laughs> 